saving money when you start your next project today at Menards. Check out our great selection of garage and utility lighting options in stock, ready to take home today. We carry everything to help you illuminate whatever project you're working on. Shop garage and utility lighting products in store at your nearest Menards. You can also view all of our entire selection of lighting options today on Menards.com. Hi, I'm Chris Richlife of Success Face Podcast, and you're listening to That Story Show with the most successful storyteller I know, James Kennison. Hey guys, this is That Story Show, episode 237, brought to you the week of December 9th, 2014. I'm your host, my name is James Kennison, and with me as always is John Steinklobber. Hey. And there. Christian Sudreth. What's up? Hey guys, welcome to the show, everyone. Tonight is a uh, a little off the, off the beaten path type show. We're going to uh, do what John calls the fireside chat, where we just, <laughs> we throw the, uh, the, the structure of the show out the window. And we just chat about stuff. And tonight we're going to talk about Christmas memories, uh, maybe mm. some Christmas traditions, and uh, maybe a little political uh, Christmas hate from Christian. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, yeah. It, it, if he does, it will it will all be made up and parodied. So just letting you know. Humbug. Humbug. Ah. Uh, uh, real quick, before we get in the show, I do want to tell you real quick, just a couple pieces of news. One of them is storypress.com storypress.com. I've partnered with them and, uh, just wanted to let you know that they exist. It's kind of like Instagram, uh, but it's for audio. They have an app in the app store. It's absolutely free. It allows you to take photos, um, and then tell the story of the photo. It's pretty cool. And, uh, if you go over there, uh, storypress.com, um, you can, uh, slash that story show you can hear about 31 current uh individual stories i've got a a group of them uh it's kind of like pinterest too where you can group your stories and i got the the top six stories on uh that story show uh and, then, cool. and i put a bu- bunch of other ones i put a group called homeschool stories um uh, what was that gross <laughs> and painful stories we have a lot of those <laughs> and uh couple others oh home say homeschool yeah 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 so i so it's really it's really cool so go check it out uh storypress.com and um do me a favor follow me on storypress that way you can get you know our future updates and uh, i'll follow you back so it's a deal we can make um also wanted to tell you about a brand new thing that i'm doing over at fullofwind.com it's full of W-Y-N, like an old name. I know it's supposed to have two N's, but it doesn't. It's Win, And it's a uh, webcomic that I'm doing weekly right now. And uh, it'll follow the life and adventure of a little guy named Win as he tries to get a job and a hobby. And he might be a podcaster. We'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Full of Win, W-Y-N, dot com. Um, and that would be awesome. We, by the time you hear this, there will be two episodes or two strips up. I feel like a hipster because I read the first one and I liked it. Good deal. Cool. And I knew what all the emojis were. Awesome. Yeah. He's, <laughs> that emoji thing. Um, 
Two out of three of us knew who, what they all were. Yeah, and, and and one of the two of you helped me out with the emojis. So thanks, Christian. Appreciate it. Oh, no problem. Anytime. He was my translator because I knew not of them. I am not really? – I'm 41. I didn't even have the emoji you know, thing loaded, like that keyboard loaded in my – texting apparatus so well it took me a full 10 minutes to finally text and say where are these and then i it occurred to me i'm like it's in my phone isn't it i'm old <laughs> it's in the keyboard officially old. Now, it's what, automatically that, loaded on the iphone where 6, was i before i could send somebody a picture of some sushi and some right. hands clapping i mean yeah. come on hands doing all kinds of things except the one thing you want them to do <laughs> I just there's one What's of that? there's a fist and I told my wife I'm like whenever I send you this one you know what it really means so bird finger bird finger like fist bump me and my wife try to flip each other off at least once a day <laughs> it's just the thing we do I don't know I'll send you something good James okay so future future churches who are listening to this to see if you want to hire me no you don't. You don't. I, I, <laughs> me and my wife think it's funny to flip each other off every day. So, but you don't do it in public, right? Oh, yes, we do. <laughs> but we do it secretly. That's <laughs> the whole point. She'll just be oh, up there man. scratching her nose. I'll be looking at her, and she's just up there, you know, casually scratching one of her nostrils with her middle finger. And I'm like, even if it's not the actual just boom, 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 boom version, you know, like like right. middle school, right in your face. Um, Anything that that may even if you're like waving and the middle finger just takes a little longer to go down than the rest of them, that counts. <laughs> so, I, I had a professor. You guys might have had him. Actually, Christian, you might not have had him. He was at Southeastern. He was like, he was like Jesus's little brother. He's like the he almost walked on water. Yeah. And he had this voice, uh, and he would talk when he, his name was. Doctor Brother Elliot or something like that. Wow, I remember his Doctor Brother. But he was he was we were sitting in class with him once, and he's explaining all this stuff. And he said, "There's three things of sin in the world." And he's counting. He's holding up three fingers, and he's counting down. And he he lets his index finger. He puts it down, and then his ring finger goes down. So he's just holding up his middle finger, <laughs> and he's standing there, and he's like deep in thought about this last thing he's going to say. It is, he's just holding it up there, flashing it in front of all of our faces. And this one guy says, Brother Elliot, you're shooting us a bird. <laughs> he stops his thought, looks at his middle finger, and then looks back at us and then just lowers his head. <laughs> it was the most awesome thing. But he didn't lower the bird. That's a- <laughs> no, he didn't. Not immediately. <laughs> I still have a point to make. And he's flipping everyone off to this day. Yeah, it was awesome. That's how he died. His skeleton is still stuck with his little bird finger sticking out. I just want to tell you uh, that you guys uh, have had yourselves shot a bird. Uh. <laughs> you used a lot of us. We would count them. I may have had him, but uh, wouldn't it be great, though? Seriously, just side note, if that guy knew what he was doing and he did it every year to a brand new class of students. <laughs> That would be amazing. <laughs> yes. 50 years, you know, he'd been doing this and nobody compared notes. Now there's social media. Like, hey, did brother, pastor, reverend, flipper, flipper dude do this? Yes. <laughs> yes, he did. Every year. Uh, all right. Uh, time for a tiny bit of structure because we do have some backstory. <laughs> that scare you? It did me and I pushed <laughs> the button. <laughs> oh. 
Um, I just want to tell you real quick before the backstory, um, Christian Sudger just texted me some sort of ASCII art of a, of a bird finger. Um, <laughs> but the notification on my iPad has slanted all of the ASCII letters over about one each. And so it does not look like a bird finger at all. Use your phone. Oh, it looks like something much worse than a bird finger. I could take a picture and let you know. But anyway, um, since we're doing Christmas, my my backstory has to do with Christmas, and it's just a it's just a thing. Um, everybody does Elf on the Shelf nowadays, um, or at least the the people that are cool with Santa Claus, because it kind of you kind of have to be cool with Santa Claus and not be like the Santa is Satan kind of person, which is fine if you're that person. Um, what is not fine is that you think the rest of us. <laughs> need to be preached at all the time but uh we we are too um we're too cheap to buy this stupid looking thing this skinny little evil looking scary looking elf so we do the scrooge version and we pick every year um we pick a animal a stuffed animal my, my son is just a big fan of him he has billions it's really ma- macho and ma- masculine. They're all baseball players and, and, and footballs and stuff. Stuffies? Yeah, they're not big-eyed, uh, you know, cute things like reindeers and owls and puppies and stuff. It's not not like that, okay? But it is. Okay. And uh, so every year he gets to pick one to come to life for, for Elf on the Shelf kind of antics. And if you're not familiar with Elf on the Shelf, every day from Christmas – backwards you actually start at christmas and work your way back so it's time now you start december 1st and (laughs) this thing comes to life and it does little antics and it it can like like last night what we did um is i i of course they they decorated the toilet and um they wrapped it with christmas lights and they're sitting on top and they made a little sign that said christmas toilet and it said much better underneath because that's, that's hilarious. That's what I add. But then I also add mystery because at the kitchen table there you can see the, the rest of the paper and the scissors and the tape and the two crayons they used <laughs> and all this cool. kind of stuff. So when Jay comes up and, and wakes up, not only does he see this toilet and everything, but when he goes to the table, oh, this is where they were working. And we've got this thing now. Um, let's see. Night number one was real simple. It just said the magic begins. Hello, Jay. It was just a little sign, you know, and which now sounds really creepy. Hello, the magic begins. <laughs> but um, I'm just stuffy and I'm alive. But the next, the very next night, one of them, because oh, because my son picked two. Now this complicated things. I thought it was a dumb idea. I'm like, let's ignore him. Only one comes alive. My wife made two of them come alive. So. I made one of them tie up the other one um, <laughs> as, in string. And um, my, my son liked that. He thought it was funny, but he was still wanted to be good. And so the note came back and said, uh, if you, we'll be good if you give us uh, something to eat. And on the other side, it said, we like peppermints. We had to go to freaking Target to get peppermints. <laughs> you made them do that. <laughs> yes, I did. I, it's you should have made them get candy that you want. <laughs> it's more trouble. But the, so they, they get a little bowl like a doggy bowl type thing. And they put the, the little peppermints in there. And the next morning, of course I had to 
to deal with this and I had to come up with something creative. And so I went and rounded up about 15 pairs of scissors and even a, uh, a plexi bead Minecraft sword and put them on the table. I cut up a bunch of the wrappers and, and bit a bunch of the uh, peppermints in half and made this huge mess and just left a little sign that said hard to open. And and so they had obviously been working all night to try to open this thing. And then I get all upset the next morning. What is this mess? Dad, no, because I, my fault, I'll unwrap them from now on. And so he, he religiously unwraps <laughs> two peppermints for each character. Now the problem becomes, what do you do with four peppermints a night? <laughs> I don't want to eat them. And plus, they're stuck together. Like 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 lightsabers. Little hands have been putting them. Yeah, together. exactly. Yeah. It's so cute the way he does it. But then I got to deal with it. But I figured it out, boys and girls. Put this on Pinterest. Put them in the garbage disposal and turn them on <gasps> for a little bit of holiday smell right out of that little nasty slimy pit of brilliant of, of yucky. So. Aww. So anyway, so now now they're getting fed. They're getting ra- unwrapped, and everything's cool. Um, tonight, uh, they are going to have, apparently I've been saving my cans. I drink a lot of diet Pepsi, uh, out of cans and they're going to drink an entire 12 pack of cans and have them sitting around like they're drunk or something. <laughs> a couple of them crushed, you know, and I'm going to really be able to be like, okay, this is absolutely out of control. So, oh, this and two more in trouble one night. They woke up and and they had stolen one of my Buzz Lightyear stuffies, my stuff. I only have like one, and they had hung him upside down by his feet. If you want to see that, you have to go to my Facebook. Uh, and and that. so the next more or, or a couple days later, um, I took one of my Buzz Lightyears, like the full you know one foot tall version, and had him tape them uh, to the to the side of the refrigerator, and uh, with their mouths. <laughs> covered and everything and then he's he's sitting on underneath them pointing up at him and uh so yeah now there's talk of uh somehow trying to get these guys uh, underneath uh some sort of locking key to try to stop them mm. um Jenna, maybe the other stuffies should gang up on them or something. I don't They're want making I, us look bad. I don't want everybody to come to life, dear Jesus. I, I would. <laughs> <laughs> they'd should. be everywhere. It'd be like the, the Smurfs movie or something. Christmas Eve. Um, yeah, that's true. I can just put them in the pentagram shape on front of the tree or something, and uh, like like the like the cute animals on uh, <laughs> that one cartoon. Um, anyway, uh, oh. Jenna has this theory. She she knows all about it, but she plays along because she thinks it's fun. She says, on Wizards of Waverly Place, they said plastic is the Achilles heel of magic. And so <laughs> their idea was to lock him inside of a plastic tub underneath a plastic uh, laundry basket underneath God knows what else. Well, anyway, they got out and the note was uh, plastic doesn't work on Christmas magic. <laughs> So there we go. So now we're all caught up. What in the world am I going to do for the next two weeks, two and a half weeks? I don't have a, I don't have a clue. Um, but if you have any good ideas, send them to me. <laughs> James at NLCast.com. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I Dude, need them. I got plenty of ideas. Uh, yeah, I'll send you some stuff. Okay, man. Thanks. Just go to Pinterest. That's what I've been doing. Stuff. But some of those people are so into it, man. They're making cookies. 
And I need, I'm Scrooge. I, I'm a reformed Scrooge, but I'm still Scrooge. I want to do it free. I want to do it cheap. <laughs> and I want to do it fast. Peppermints. I, that was the one thing. That was the one thing. And, and it was mostly because I wanted eggnog. <laughs> and you should have said that they love eggnog then they'd be pouring little well, glasses i did for you. do that i've already done that one and i put them oh. in the in the fridge they were wrapped up in a towel and uh and the story was they were going for eggnog and uh, hmm. so now they're gonna drink all my sodas but okay be good stuff but anyway that's that's it we're just elf on the shelf scrooges everybody else is spending the money you know you could buy outfits for these guys Yes, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous, actually. So, all right, John, what's yours, man? What do you got? What's going on in your week? Well, James, I'm glad that you mentioned the elf in the shelf madness <laughs> or antics or whatever you wish to call them because I'm going to have to blame you a little bit for what's going on with these kids these days. Uh-oh. As you know and as you probably have experienced, there are a three weeks – Wait, wait, no, four weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas, right? Yeah, least, Sundays, you mean? Yeah, well, Sundays, Sundays, but you know, school weeks. Oh, yeah three, yeah. three school weeks. You get that little Thanksgiving break. And just before Thanksgiving break, the kids start getting a little wound up. You get a little excited. And, you know, I work with the school, right? So I'm around. In fact, my office is in the building where all the pre-K and kindergarten kids are. Mm. And those, if any kids are going to be wild, it'll start right there. But at least they're still a little bit afraid of you. You know, you could say, hey, we'll take a great Christmas and they'll believe you. But <laughs> so the kids right before Thanksgiving, they start getting a little wild and a little bit edgy. Well, those three weeks right after Thanksgiving, there's there's no holds barred. They just start – they're going crazy. Oh. And, and they're just all – I mean it's like the day after Thanksgiving break and they come to school crazy. I don't like the, the turkey. Well, it's or Cyber the, Monday, man. You know? Cyber Monday. Yeah, they, tur- they turn into little little demon children. Some Took sort their of brains cyborg and evil. And 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 to make matters worse, parents are at home with these little stuffed animals and these elves, <laughs> making them believe that these little naughty elves are going to be treated, rewarded for all their naughty behavior. And anyways, I'm just kidding about that. I'm not a big <laughs> fan of the elf on the shelf stuff. Just to say. But, you know, if you are, that's that's all good. Um, I mean, whatever. I, I don't do it. Anyways, so me and my 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 colleagues were in the in the break room today. And we were just talking about what our kids are doing, being just crazy. And the only thing that we can attribute it to is this this thing, this Christmas coming up. Yeah, it's ba- it's parents. Don't even get me started. It's parents. These kids misbehave all the time. They're just misbehaving more right now. Yeah. My, my kids aren't going to school acting stupid. I'm going to tell uh, you that right now. My kids are behaving because they behave my, at home. My kids aren't behaving at home. They're just oh. like just a few minutes ago when you're trying to tell your, your backstory, my sons who are supposed to be sleeping walk into the room. I don't know if you heard it, but they were talking to me. He's like, Johnny, Johnny keeps being mean to me. I'm like, you're supposed to be asleep. He shouldn't even be talking to you. See, and that's when you bust out the elf on the shelf, dude. And elf the elf on the shelf will make it better? Yeah. Because like, I thought he was like encouraging bad behavior. No, 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 no. That's just Maybe what I'm people, people that do are wrong. Yeah, you probably are. He, they do little bad things, little cute. But it's the same as like scripture man, you know, in, in children's <laughs> church. He, he, 
seriously, in my children's church, every every Sunday we had Scripture Man come out. Scripture Man was this little guy. And he'd be like, hey, how you doing? You're, you know, hey, Miss Jen, you know, blah, blah, blah. And he would talk trash to her and all this kind of stuff. And the kids loved, you know, that she would always get the last word on him. And the badder he was, quote, unquote, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the more he learned as a result of the verse, you know, and stuff like that. And to me, anyway, the way we do it, um, it's real lightweight and, and it's, it's not this emphasis on Santa's eyeballs are watching you. Cause that's creepy. That's like that cat in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in Harry Potter, you know, um, I don't know, I don't know either. Um, <laughs> uh, Mrs. Norris. Uh, but anyway, um, uh, no, I think Elvis Job is fun. It's fun. If if you don't do it, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. Uh, but a spanking works too. Elf on the shelf <laughs> or a spanking. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the spankings. I like I like whooping my children. I haven't had to do it for a while. They're being really good. We were talking about it tonight. But uh, <laughs> yeah. But well, no, I, the we, problem is parent, parents don't discipline their kids, and they take the fun out of everything because they can't behave. But that's yeah. for a different show. Well, we came to the conclusion that the reason why they started that whole song about Santa Claus watching was because that four weeks between Thanksgiving and Christmas, they just lose uh, their brains. Yeah. So you have to remind them yeah. that Santa Claus is watching. You know, in yeah. some parts of the world, they believe that a baby Jesus delivers gifts. He's called the really? Christkind, I think. Is, and uh, yeah, he's, he's a little baby angel. Or he looks like one. He's baby Jesus. With wings. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. Calvin uh, really got that thing going to try to get away from the St. Nicholas thing that the Catholic Church was purporting. Um, so it, this thing has been an issue for as long as there's been Christmas. Wow. <laughs> Believe me, I've, I've been doing some research on Christmas. It's very interesting. Like I said, it's not for here. It's for more of a GOK thing. But uh, anybody that's tripping out about how somebody outside of your religion is celebrating Christmas or they're leaving, you know, they're saying happy holidays instead of Merry Christmas. Uh, none <laughs> of us have a leg to stand on. None of us. <laughs> Good point. Everything about Christmas is borrowed from something else. Every single thing. <laughs> and uh, Even Jesus? Uh, yeah, even that. <laughs> specifically his birth. I don't mean to be a wet blanket. But um, they tell the story in the Bible, but nobody ever tells you to celebrate it. Birthdays, especially in Jewish culture, weren't a big deal. You weren't anything until you had grown up and proven yourself and given your family a good name. And the day of your death was recorded. That's what was huge is how many years you'd lived, how many children you'd had, things like that. So it's definitely uh, a Western mindset that we celebrate beginnings. Um, So anyway. If you want to we get, could say whatever we want to. Mary Xmas. <laughs> you could say Mary Baby Jesus, you know, and then Joseph, because you just accidentally named it, made it sound like you're talking about her mom. <laughs> but no, I'm I'm a Mary Baby Jesus and Joseph. I'm a hundred percent pro Christmas, man. I love the holiday. I love all the stuff about it. I don't like you know a lot of the consumerism and things like that, um, and I don't really like. Um, I've got a brother-in-law that, that's a little weird. I don't like him, but <laughs> but again, but again, I don't like him year-round. Not just during the holidays, and that's the point. That's ultimately the point. Is you know, if you're gonna harp on people for not including Christ in their Christmas celebration that's based on pagan rituals, which I'm totally behind. 
pagan rituals are great. <laughs> Seriously, without them, we would not have trees in our houses with lights and stuff on them. It's amazing. Oh, um, the sweet smell of Christmas trees. Oh, we, it, the Yule log. With, without Roman pagans uh, uh, and, and the sacrifices, the human sacrifices they would make every year on <laughs> December 25th, we would not have Christmas. And uh, I'm very happy about all that. Oh my gosh. So I'm totally behind Christmas. Like I said, I've been doing a lot of research. It's just a series. It's a series of, uh, of, of Christian, um, alternatives, Christian cover-ups. No, no alternatives. It's people trying to take a, something they consider bad, which, you know, human sacrifice is pretty bad. Uh, and then turn it into something Christian. And that's what lately we've been doing the last, you know, 10, 20 years with Halloween, haven't we? And, uh, so now it's not Halloween, which Halloween started as a alternative itself. But anyway. Yeah. Yeah. All all, all Hallows where they celebrated, uh, the, the saints who had passed on. Yeah. So anyway, don't get me started. Well, that's all I have for my backstory. I wonder what Christians got. <laughs> yeah, man. Help us <laughs> out. As far as Christmas stuff, I don't really have any Christmas backstory. Um, bah humbug. Bah humbug. Um, I have uh, like the tiniest backstory. I went, I went camping um, and I thought I was going to get attacked um, by demons uh, on the what? drive there. But I don't know how much of that you want to hear right now. What now? You went where? I totally well, zoomed, zoomed out. What? what was no, yeah. Well, I, I wasn't prepared for a backstory, but here we go. Um, I went <laughs> Let's camping. Do this. I went camping a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, with your family. It's a tradition. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's one of our traditions, and it uh, was raining Christmas really hard on the way there. And my defrost doesn't work on my car, um, and it was super cold when we went. So I drove like thirty minutes with in like into the woods with no <laughs> like I couldn't see a foot in front of me. Uh, there's, I almost drove into a river. Um, <laughs> that's what you need the, GPS for. It'll tell you and you don't even have to see. No, that's what, that's how I made it so far <laughs> is my, <laughs> is my GPS. Um, and so like, I literally, I had taken my shirt off and was like wiping the window like constantly because it was just, it was insane. <laughs> um, so I'm pulling into the campsite and it gets like more and more densely wooded. Uh, and there's like kind of Christmas lights like hung up, not for Christmas, just like yeah, strings of lights. Yeah, it's camping lights. They do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and this one, like on the way there, I don't. I, someone's property or something. They had lined the road with like little wooden troll, like doll, <laughs> demon tiki things. And it's. I had just got off a super long shift at work. I can see like an inch in front of me with my lights on, and they all ha- they have like glass like sequin eyes, and they're the cheesiest looking things ever. Yeah. But I'm, I, you know, I'm like hunched over with like the air going, trying to get, trying to see, trying not to die, and all of a sudden my lights hit like four of them, <laughs> and I panicked and I swerved. I mean, thankfully there's no one else on the road. I thought, and I, it was, it took me like a two or three minutes to realize like that's. Okay, this, chances are that those weren't demons. And I had no idea what they were for like four or five days until I drove past them again in the daylight. And I, almost, I wanted to get out and throw them into the river. <laughs> <laughs> what, what were they? I mean, describe oh, them. Yeah, yeah, they were just little wooden uh, tiki like doll things. Like some, I don't know if the guy made them, but they were just little creepy things. How, like, how many total? Was this like 50? forest fairies. <laughs> 
that's what they sounded like they were going to talk like or they were going to be in some weird like <laughs> language um there were probably like six oh, okay. Ish. Okay. i mean yeah not like a thousand but yeah, the, I was thinking earlier about how I was telling you that, that GPS would help you if you couldn't see through your your um, windshield. But one thing, the one flaw in, in my logic there was it does not tell you if there's somebody in the road. So that's mm, right. So those of you out there listening that were like, wow, I, mm, that's, mm, that's amazing. I can drive my car with, without the windshield um, going right. No, you can't. You can't no. risk it. You can't well, and by the way, my defrost does work. I'm just dumb and don't know how to turn it on. I've since learned. <laughs> well, I almost. I yeah, was there's a trick. Like risking my life. There's a trick. Um, I used to blow my air conditioner, blow it, blow it, blow, and it would never clear out the the hum ditty. You know, that's how you pronounce it. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, so what you do is you turn on the outside air intake air and blow it up there. It works every time. It's great. Really. Yeah. yeah. See, since, my car will yeah. automatically do that. It's a 2002. Whoa. Wow. That's yeah, cool. That's... It's called broken windows, by the way. But anyway. Hey, you know what? I, I believe I know where uh, um, Christian went camping. Uh, was that Mil- Nilbog you were going to? Nilbog? <laughs> no, I don't know Nil- what that is. That sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Troll 2. Uh, okay, so let's talk about some Christmas stuff. I mean, as if we haven't already <laughs> talked about it, um, Christmas memories, Christmas ideas. And, and I want to do this again next week, not maybe the same format, but I want to want to invite our listeners to email in their Christmas traditions. Uh, this is the one time you can let down that it's got to be funny thing. And just tell us about what's going on. You know, the best present you ever had, the best gift you ever gave. Um, the best pagan ritual you've ever uh, celebrated. <laughs> And uh, and we'll 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 read it out and you know mention it on the show. It'd be awesome to do that. Merry um, Christmas. So I I'll start with this one and let's get the ball rolling. A few years back, but it was back before my daughter was born. So ten years plus. Um, it was we had we had driven or flown to my sister's house and her and my brother in law, the one I mentioned earlier. Um, I really love him, but I always hate him. Uh, we were opening gifts all together. We just combined our Christmases because we, neither of us had children. We were all sad and lonely and, and, uh, you know, older than we should be to not have kids. And, um, I was, I've been a, a Buzz Lightyear collector since 1996. I got my first Buzz Lightyear at Disney World, um, with my wife, uh, my newlywed wife on our honeymoon. And I know it was 1996 because that's when we got married. 1995 was when the movie came out and the product stuff really started flowing right about then. And I still have him, by the way. I still got him. He's the one that was tying up the, the stuffies. But ever since then, I've collected hundreds of items and different things, and they're all over my office and stuff like that. But I had, at that point, not really ever collected anything of substance. And when I opened up this package and and the lid came off what i had was a buzz lightyear fossil watch it was one Mm. of two uh character fossil i mean they did lots of toy story ones a few of them but this was the one one of two uh that had buzz lightyear and it was very awesome and very beautiful and it moved me to tears and and that has never happened before or since uh 
to my wife's dismay. She has tried. She's told me every year <laughs> to get me something that would move me as much as that one did 10 years ago. Um, but it was, it was just so pristine and cool. And, and, and it was that perfect blend of really nice watch. It was fossil watch, you know, a really nice watch at the time mm-hmm. and, oh, yeah. and Buzz Lightyear, like which I, you know, you never fossil watches and characters. You just don't mix those two, you know? And so it was something I never knew existed, never had seen before. She read my mind. If I'd known it was existed, I would have wanted it. And it was just like that perfect Christmas blend. And, um, and I, and I, I shed a few tears. I just couldn't hold it back. I cry like a baby. I tried not to cry like a baby, but, uh, but I did, but, um, I drew strength from, um, my mother, the tree, um, (laughs) the tree mother, the tree mother lit up with all her glory. Yes. The pagan during the winter solstice. That's right. (laughs) All right. So, uh, you know, that, that's just a thought. Anybody else have a. A, a gift from your past that just rocked your world? Yes. I do. Good. Well, <laughs> Next. <laughs> can I, I want to I say two things. First of all, I'm, I'll tell you about my gift from the past, but I'm, I, you know, I podcast from my, uh, my man cave. Mm-hmm. I, I like to call it my man room, but I do not have pictures of men hanging up in it. Therefore, it will not be called that on this show. But... I'm looking over at a beautiful television that I bought on a Black Friday deal. <laughs> Black Friday. <laughs> and I'm so excited about it. <laughs> Let me tell you guys, I scoured over every deal that I could find for TVs. And I get so excited because I, I had some specs I was looking for. One of them, it had to be 50 inches. And I get so excited. I see like this crazy, ridiculous price for a 50-inch TV. And I say, oh, who's it made by? And it'd say Westinghouse. And i just crumple up the thing and i throw it as far away as I could. I hate Westinghouse. But this TV is not a Westinghouse. It's a Vizio. Yeah, I like those. And they are great. It's the new M series. It got a really good deal on it from Best Buy. Thank you, Vizio and Best Buy. Anyways, I'll get on to my my story it's definitely not a Westinghouse <laughs> but um the first year Amy and I were married our first Christmas um she she had you know we were you know poor and all that stuff because just out of college and um and so we uh didn't have a whole lot but she had some jewelry and stuff that she was selling it's kind of like not really the gift of the magi kind of thing but um I had saw this jacket that I really liked and so uh, she, she bought it for me with like stuff that she sold, but it, it was, you know, it was a very meaningful thing. I didn't cry though, mm. but I should have because it would have been a better story. <laughs> I would mm. have. <laughs> it's okay. Uh, but I got this cool jacket and I still have it to this day. In fact, it's the only weatherproof jacket, you know, like if it's really cold out. That's the jacket that I wear. It would have been better, though, if it had been like, okay, she sold all of her jewelry to buy you this jacket. But you <laughs> you, you gave two of your arms to science to, to – Dang it, James. To buy her something. <laughs> That's what I was going to do. her jewelry box. <laughs> That's what I was going to do for my story. Oh, you were going to go there, huh? Hey, uh, exactly. pretend like we didn't hear that. What were you, what's your story? Gift of the Magi is, is the best story and on the other flip side of the of the christmas story that's supposed to make you cry world are christmas shoes the song 
um, which was written specifically to make you cry. Yeah. For my mama, please. My mama's dying, and I'm buying her shoes. Have you heard the stand-up bit on that? Yes. Yes, I have. No. I love that. It's good stuff. So um, any other uh, great gift stories? Uh, Christian, do you have one? Um, well, I'm 20 years old, so every Christmas that I remember has been like the last 10 years. Yeah. Not even then, probably like five years that I can recall the gifts. Really? And so from like age like 15 to 20, all I've really wanted is like pretty material things like an Xbox or whatever. And my parents have always made it like come through, uh, which has been nice. But I remember one time they got uh, these people were moving and so they bought their TV from them and it was huge like 80 inch tv but it was also like three feet deep like probably yes. deeper than that like it's one of those gigantic huge projection huge, huge, tvs huge, right yeah and it was it was you it can was, find those on the side of the road really cheap like cheap is free like free <laughs> right right well i mean this was several years ago this wasn't like last year or anything yeah. um and they kept it in this big trailer like this big locked up towing trailer and they kept it in our yard for a couple days and i was like what the heck is in there and um uh, i i'm sure they probably actually got the tv for free from these people missionaries that like were moving um and so i got an xbox that year um but previously i didn't have a t access to a tv at all i mean my parents had one but it was like up like 10 feet off the ground and stuff anyways so i get this xbox i arrive on christmas and i'm so excited and my parents are like oh come out like we have something else for you guys and we look in the tv or you open the trailer in the tv and i like start crying because I'm, oh. so <laughs> I'm like 13 or whatever and i'm so excited but here's the funny part so like this is how i'm gonna play this xbox like the other tv i could set it up but it's just gonna be a pain in the butt so i'm like i'm gonna wait we're gonna get this in the house and i'm gonna play it but it was too wide or deep like you could we couldn't fit it in the house <laughs> so we had to take it apart. Like, Why? Yeah, like we had to take the screen off, and like move it into my room, and then take the bottom out and move it. So I, mean, I didn't get to play it till like seven p.m. that night, but it was pretty. It was pretty sweet. And, and we he had cried the whole time just for a different reason. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but honestly, it was one of those things that was not frustrating at all because I was just so excited because I had a huge, the, a ridiculous TV. To, to play, I mean, it was a good, t- you know, it was, it was a nice picture, and it was, it was, I really loved it. But it was- people from my generation uh, saw the wizard in theaters, and the one thing that we pooped our pants about was playing uh, the SNES on a uh, drive-in movie screen, drive-in mm-hmm. theater movie <laughs> screen. And uh, kids today don't know how good they got it with these fifty-inch plasmas and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Day, That's right the truth. That's the best Christmas gift I've ever gotten, just out of pure like shock. I I, I got a um one year when I was a kid. I got a uh, what do you call them? Chucky? No, uh, <laughs> talking ventrilo- ventriloquist dummy. I got one of those, and um, <laughs> it was out of the Sears Wish Book. John, do you know what that is? Yes. Yeah, I know what that is. I look forward to getting that every year. And, and circling like, stuff. Yeah. And it, it was full of Star Wars stuff. That's all I remember. I never got any of it. But I got this uh, Stanley, the the ventriloquist dummy, and he had a hole in his back, and um and and a little you know lever with a trigger, so it'd move the mouth. You know, and you could rock the head around and all this kind of stuff. But one thing I always thought was really really weird about him is he had an anatomically correct 
molded plastic butt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I, you never see the butt of a, uh, of a, of a, you know, ventriloquist dummy. And, um, (laughs) and what was even weirder is when you would look down inside the hole in his back, the crack was, was reversed, you know, so it was, you could see how deep in it went and part of his digestive system, I suppose, because right there from the center crotch line was a hook that, that attached a rubber band up to the handhold mechanism that held his head in, you know? So his innards were, were quite detailed. Um, but he had the freakiest eyes you ever saw. And my mom was really into ceramics at the time. And so I took and painted his eyes and I, <laughs> and I kind of almost, I mean, nowadays we would call it kind of manga style. I, I didn't know, you know, anything like manga, whatever you call it. Uh, I didn't know any of that then had never seen anything except for super book and the flying house. Uh, both great, uh, Christian programming done in the manga style. Uh, <laughs> I forgot all about Yes. <laughs> uh, I think go. Christians knew about manga before any other Americans in, <laughs> in history, but we didn't know what we knew. Uh, so yeah, he was really, really creepy. And, um, sometimes I would unhook his, his little rubber band, um, to, uh, to, to get more, you know, like I could pop his head up like, Whoa, you know, like he's surprised or something. (laughs) But, uh, you know, as I'd lay there at night and the sun or the, the moonlight would strike him, you know, and he'd slide slowly fall over and his head would fall off and roll around. It was a little freaky. I don't that, know what happened to him. Freaky gift to get for Christmas. Dude, I mean, that would have scared me, I think. Well, my mom was trying. She'd always every year get me something that she would hope would stretch me. And I, I'll say this. I, I talk a lot of tr- junk about my mom. But uh, but she, you know, I, I got a keyboard, you know, one year. The other kids yeah. got like a can of beans. Um, I got a guitar <laughs> one year. My sister like got a used, you know, uh Poly, not Polly Pocket. What do you call it? Uh, the oven with the light bulb in it. You know that that kind easy of, bake. Yeah, not so easy bake oven. And um, and then easy I got break. this van, ventriloquist dummy, and it had a book, and it taught you how to throw your voice. And I got really interested wow. in that, and I convinced myself that I was really good at it. And um, and I even did it in front. I even performed a couple of times in front of children. Really. Um, yeah, I'm I'm terrible. I'm going to try to throw my voice right now. Hey, what's going on? How are you doing? Oh, are you behind me? <laughs> oh, I know. It's like surround sound, right? You're like in my <laughs> ears, dude. <laughs> oh, man. I'm going to try it again. Let's see if I could do it again. Um, hey, how you doing? What's going on? Whoa. How about that? Dude, my coffee mug just talked. <laughs> Do it again. That was awesome. Oh, let's see. What about gifting? What what about giving someone something that that rocked their world? Mm, the most ultimate gift ever given. Or even just the way, yeah, whatever, anything like that. I mean, one year we it was it wasn't quite Christmas, but it was the time between Thanksgiving and December 25th. It was actually The madness of 3 weeks. Yeah, yeah. It had you're talking about madness. Uh, on December 15th, we went to a uh, hospital, and when we came out a few days later, we brought home a baby. Whoa. I know. And, was it yours? Uh, yes. Yes, it was. Okay. And we named her Jenna, <laughs> Jenna Crocodile Kennison, and then we rethought it and just went with um, uh, Elise. Elise is her middle name. I almost said Elise's, but Sparkles. that's- yeah. 
and so and we brought her home in a giant stocking. They gave her a giant stocking that they save in the you know just for Christmas babies. Yeah, and uh, we pulled that out. And my daughter like got big eyes. She's like, "I'm using that one, ha!" You know. <laughs> and I'm like, "That was meant to hold a baby. Is that really what you want this year?" No. So she uh, she went with the other one. But yeah, that was a good Christmas. It, it it's it, we always never ever wanted. We were married eight years, and we talked about it. We planned it all out. We were never going to have a kid around Christmas because Christmas babies always get you know screwed over. They really do. <laughs> it's true because we're like, oh, you're just gonna go combine them all together. Well, me and Jen have decided to never ever do that to the poor girl. You know, never jipper. We will we will get her a full Christmas and a full birthday, which has proven to be one of the worst ideas ever <laughs> ever on our checkbook it's it's really hard to do because you get the christmas stuff and the birthday stuff all kind of mixed up and you don't know what's what and it's so close together so uh luckily at her age now we just get her clothes and stuff on her birth on her birthday and we mm. get her activity type stuff on christmas so Amen. she loves them both dude you should have told her that she was adopted and then, like, oh, change her birthday while she was still young, and and that way, like, they celebrate her birthday in you know July. Now we always tell them we're going to take them back, you know, if they're if they're bad or if they're really bad. I'm like, we're going to take away one of your birthdays, oh, and they're like, you can't you do that. We have to have a birthday every year. I was like, you're right, you're right. We do need to celebrate it, but we are allowed to roll it back manually. We can call. <laughs> And have just they'll just take a tick off and boom, yes. But we'll celebrate your ninth birthday twice. She's all up in arms because she's like, "I'm going to be double digits." And I was, yeah. I was like, "That's awesome." You're gonna. And then I thought about it and I got really depressed. I was like, "You're going to be double digits for a long time. Double. I'm going to die a double digit." You know. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, you know, not many of us get to triple digits. Is my point. So. Right. Happy Christmas. Happy Christmas, Harry. Happy Christmas, Ron. Uh, Happy Christmas, Hermione. Hey, the best gift I ever gave that I thought was really creative and clever of me. Mine I'm going to pat myself baby. on the back. Yours was a baby. So you beat uh, human life. <laughs> um. Yes. <laughs> oh, go. Go then. I want to hear it. Yes. So we, I talked about jewelry box, giving my wife a jewelry box. So she had always wanted something from Tiffany's, you know, Tiffany and company. They, they make crystal stuff. They make like gold stuff and oh. outrageously expensive sterling silver stuff. Mm. Everything from there is expensive. It's re- crazy. But one year I happened to come across a pretty decent price on a white gold ring and i thought you know what i'm gonna buy this for my wife we we were dual income no kids you know also known as dinks and um mm-hmm. so, so we both had jobs and no children yet so i was like i'm getting this ring for her it's gonna be great so i got her this ring and you know it's in a small box and it's, they put that special paper on it and all that fun stuff so it's you can, oh it's a tiffany box you know what i mean yeah, yeah. um so i get that and i think i gotta i gotta make this i gotta make this clever and brilliant so that she doesn't know what it is so i 
So I bought her a jewelry box and I stuffed it in one of the drawers and then I wrapped the jewelry box up and she got the jewelry box and she was really excited about it. Say, like, oh, this is beautiful, blah, blah, blah. It's wonderful. And so I just kind of let it ride for a little bit. And then like she's looking through it, you know, because we had a big family Christmas. Everybody's doing their gifts and all that fun stuff. And she's looking through it and then she opens the drawer and then sees the Tiffany box in there. Mm. And uh, it brought a tear to her eye. Oh, yeah. And in dollar signs to mine. Meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, there's there's parts of this world where they don't know it's Christmas time at all. Oh, it, James. <laughs> John Lennon, I hate you, man. So this is Christmas. <laughs> what have we done? Just spent a bunch of money, and now we're making like fun. fun. Now we're making fun. Oh, anyway. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, um, to balance out all the uh, the gift giving, um, one of the one of the better things that I that I got to do uh, when I was at uh, when I was in ministry doing um, children's ministry full time in Kansas City is um, every year there was there was no rule that said you have to do this one thing. You know, this is this is what we do. You're going to do that. It was I could do whatever the community needed. You know, kind of thing. And one year we did a, an angel tree, uh, but we didn't call it angel tree. I had to make it original, kind of. So I call it the birthday tree. And we had a tree and we had it all birthday up. And why is it mm. birthday? Because it's Jesus' birthday. But on bunch. So we had all these kids in the neighborhood that, you know, weren't pretty much weren't going to get that one gift. You know, they go year after year after year and they get stuff. They get candy. They get you know, some different things. They, they may get the toys for tot stuff, but that one thing that they actually wanted, they don't experience that. So we wanted to give them that. And so we would talk to the parents and they'd write it out and we'd bring it back and put it on the tree and people went out and got stuff and, and, and they were really into it. And we had, uh, I had to put it all in my office and I just had gobs of everything and it was all going great until somebody got the hamster. The hamster that somebody had requested. It was a little girl. She had asked for a hamster. That's all she had wanted. And and it came to me in a in a pink enclosure with the, the tubes and stuff and the little hamster. And um and so oh, no. that hamster almost died in my office because I, f- I went home for Christmas <laughs> for a couple oh, no. days. And uh he did I guess he went into hibernation mode or something because he was uh, chewing the pink off the bars by the time I got back. He was eating paint chips or something. I gotta get out of here. But uh, I, gotta, yeah. I remember we we you know we broke into teams and each of us went out and delivered these gifts. But I wanted to be the one to drop off this this uh, hamster, you know. And <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I went to knock on the door and this lady comes out. And, uh, and she, she immediately jumps out and closes the doors, you know, she knows who we are and all this. I'm like, here's, here's your hamster and all this kind of stuff. And when she gets inside and she closes the door and I hear the little girl go, Wah! just scream her lungs out. Apparently the secret was out. And so I smiled my way back to my car and it was pretty awesome. That's awesome. There's another, another instance where another house that we delivered that same time we'd gone in originally and they didn't have a, they had a tree, but they had just the bottom half 
of the tree. It was obviously something they'd found on the side of the road and brought it in and, and it, it had some lights on it and stuff, but, uh, the top half was just totally missing. And that was just kind of depressing to me. Um, and cause every kid knows what a tree is supposed to look like. And, wow. and, and according to some, uh, some, uh, traditions, the three pointed tree stands for the Trinity. Um, and Ooh. in other traditions, it stands for earth, wind and fire, but, uh, that's the pagan mm, side. So. The band. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> uh, this one was a trapezoid. I don't know. Four-sided with two angles. I don't know what you call that. Four-sided. It's the four horsemen yeah. of the apocalypse. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was. It was not representing something. It was respect. It was, it, was, it was despondency. I think that's the shape of it. But uh, so we got them. Oh. Uh, we got them a tree and and the whole thing. In addition, yeah, just the top part of a tree. <laughs> Just here. I don't know this. This is gonna fit. Here's an adapter, and there's like this gap between, and there's two different colors. It's a white Christmas tree up top with snow on it, and then yeah, below. No, we took care of a man. We hooked him up. Love that stuff. And that's uh, so cool. Missed it. Any other stories of giving? I kind of feel uh, like I just got Jesus juked. Yeah. Well, Thanks. no, I had to after after I had said those. <laughs> so this is Christmas. I had to throw that in there. <laughs> yeah, oh. I got to pull back some. We do we do angel tree in my church every year too. I do sound and, like that. I'm like anybody else got one like that? Because I got a handful, <laughs> and they're good because they're from Kansas. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, while you're kidding. thinking, um. Talking about a church that does have traditions, the last church I worked at had things every year that they did. And one of the things that they did every year is the pastor, um, who I highly respected, who who was the senior pastor, he became the senior pastor. He said every year, uh, Christmas Eve, we have the kids come down and and we tell them a story. And he said, I used to scan the, the images and put them up on the screen and I would tell the story and they would click through it and all this. And I'm like, okay, cool. Uh, but if I got to do that, I'm going to do it awesome. Not that he didn't do it awesome, but I I wrote a uh, a story. I wrote a story called "The Very Last Room," and it was a story about the family that that got the last room in in Bethlehem right before Mary and Joseph came up. And and yes. there's a little kid in the in the story. And the, the whole point is that that you need to make room for Christ in your life, you know. And uh, but anyway, it was just it was just a really fun opportunity. I didn't like preparing for it. It was stressful. I didn't like having to illustrate it. It had like 15 images that I had to do. I, I mean, I did, but it was, you know, I didn't, I didn't like the thought of it because it was something I had to do. It was something that I wasn't real familiar with, but man, that moment when I sat there and the kids were around and uh, I got to read that and the, and the, the slideshow worked perfectly for a change, <laughs> mm. which is always rare. <laughs> Uh, it was, it was a magic moment. And I was lucky enough to have four of those because I wrote three stories for three years. And then I got to reread, uh, the very last room on the fourth year. And those are just some magic. You want to talk about Christmas magic moments that are, that, that a, a deeply religious person would even agree. Yeah, that's, that's Christmas magic. Um, it was those, it was those times right there. It was really cool. Even though the last one for the last year went a little long, they said. <laughs> <laughs> Were you there for that, Christian? Uh, yeah, I was there for all of those. <laughs> I am the son of that pastor he was talking about. That's right. He's an amazing guy. That's Christmas magic right there. <laughs> That's how we met. Um, <laughs> as far as 
can I can I just springboard off of that event? Well, you know what? I'm I'm going to. Yeah. Um, being a pastor's kid is a universe. I'm going to give it a thumbs up. Um, I don't mind it. Um, I really, it's, I'm indifferent now. Um, but when I was younger, one of the biggest perks, the biggest perk was that around Christmas time, for whatever reason, like everyone gets you a gift, um, from the church and that service mm. that pastor James would read that story at, or, uh, yeah, um, they would, uh, that's where like I would collect my gifts. You called him um, <laughs> around with a bag. You called me Pastor James. Thank you. I haven't been called Pastor James for about two years. So I still call you that in my head. That's what you're in, in my phone. Um, if I type in pastor on my phone, it says Pastor James, Pastor Dad, and Pastor Matt. No, I'm just kidding. Cool. Um, it just says Pastor James. Um, so that's where I go to collect my gifts. And first of all, nobody n- ever needs to get me a gift. And the fact that some of these people even know who I am is like beyond what I deserve. And it's, I am eternally, eternally, eternally grateful for it. But some people just don't know how to buy gifts for anyone. (laughs) And and it makes, and some people put so much effort into getting such a bad gift that it makes no (laughs) sense. There were people that would get me gift cards to in, in low denominations, which is amazing. Thank you so much. But it would be like, $5 $5 to like a place like Radio Shack. Or something. You know I mean, like you can't. Yeah, but not, 50 years ago, that was like you could get a remote control was, stick or something. Right. And, and, and again, the idea behind it is so wonderful and it's so great. But it's like, what, you give me $5 to like go buy, like to like buy like a mattress or something. You know what I mean? Like it just doesn't, it's not a thing. Um, <laughs> And then there are people that would like, once they asked my parents at one point when I was like seven, like, what do I like? And my mom was probably like, oh, Legos or whatever. And they have consistently gotten me mega blocks every year <laughs> for the last like 13 years, which in their head is like the greatest, greatest thing. And I'm so appreciative, but it's just so he, funny. You have year. so much more for the yeah. same price. <laughs> right. And it's just the most wonderful thing. And that's probably one of my favorite like off brand Christmas traditions because it's just so, I mean, it's so cool that people care about our family so much, but it's just, it's just so funny how intentions don't always go the way they you expect. Wow. And then <clears throat> my last Christmas tradition, if I can talk for another 60 seconds is at that Christmas service, they hand out these candles mm-hmm. and the Christmas tradition that I have for just myself is to melt uh, the wax onto all my fingertips on one hand. And so, and then you have like, you can rub them on somebody's neck and it's like (laughs) skeleton hands. And so on Christmas Eve, on Christmas Eve, which I always get sick on Christmas Eve too, is another tradition, Uh, but you come up behind your mom or your sister and you, Go Merry Christmas, and you, you <laughs> kind of pull on Ghost their neck of a little Christmas bit. Christmas future, right? Yeah, it, it feels like you know someone has been a, a skeleton's behind you and or death itself. And see, this is just what you imagined it would be like when you were eight. I can right. just I can hear it in your voice. You're like, I'm a skeleton now. <laughs> but I'm, now people are eight. like, okay, here comes Christian. He's going to wipe his hands across your neck. Just tell him <laughs> he's a skeleton <laughs> and move on. <laughs> no, and he's upset about the mega blocks. Yeah. <laughs> and I do it every year, though. Not when I was eight. I'm going to do it this year. <laughs> do it, dude. And I'll let uh, you know. Okay, speaking of getting sick every year at Christmas, um, one time – 
Christmas every four seven every seven years Christmas falls on a on a Sunday, and it, like that, yeah. it is a dark day. I want to tell you because um, especially if your church decides to do a service oh, and you're no. a pastor at that church and you have to, and so um, this one year the one Christmas that was on Christmas and we do two services so it would be like seven in the morning and another one at uh, ten thirty or something like that. And I had to be there for both of them, and I was sick as a dog. I I don't remember exactly my symptoms. The only one I remember the most is I wanted to. I had. I felt like I was going to puke at any moment, but I was in an outfit. I was a suit. I had to go on and do this little presentation about making room for God in your holiday thing. <laughs> Seems to be a theme here. Um, and I I had this vase, and it was about three inches diameter and about a foot and a half tall. And I had a couple other things in a little basket and a table. And I had it all together. And I'm like, I'm going to throw up right in the middle of this in front of thousands of people. I'm going to I'm going to vomit. And it will be <laughs> this was pre YouTube, you know, before something like that would have been like, oh, this is going to be great. I'm going to be famous. You know, um, I, <laughs> man barfs on stage. Yeah. During during. Uh, but I looked at this vase and I'm like. Okay, but at least I'm, and I'm not trying to be funny now because I seriously thought I was so sick. I'm like, if I puke halfway out there, I will at least have something to catch it in. But I was seriously worried about how much, you know, this thing would hold and then how warm it would get to the touch, which would make me throw up twice. (laughs) But, um, sad to say, I did not throw up i actually felt great the entire time i was out there i did my thing people clapped and stood i don't even know people came up for you know years later folks oh you're the guy that did that thing back there in 2010 that was so amazing and uh i i couldn't understand it's the stuff i did in children's church all the time you know so i it was awesome to to get that hand but man as soon as i got off the stage i felt sick again and my wife and uh, had had brought in the brother-in-law that I talked about earlier and the sister, and we had Christmas together. And she had bought us both a uh, potato gun, those little things you stick them in a potato and then you spit them out. Oh, yeah. She bought us those. And I thought that was the awesomest thing, and I couldn't get up off the floor. <laughs> and those things stayed in a package. <laughs> I want to kid you. I'll kid you not. I got them out, I think, last year, and me and the kids <laughs> oh, played oh, around with them. And uh, and then I that we played with them until they broke, and then we threw them in the trash. So, uh, <laughs> so there it is. Oh, I tell you what, I mentioned um, my story. I mentioned my Christmas story. Uh, if you'd like to hear that, uh, the the last, the very last room, I have it uh, on a um, in YouTube, on YouTube on my channel. If you go to NL Cast, but I will also have it. Um, in the show notes, a link to it here in episode 237. So that'll be uh, thatstoryshow.com slash 237. And what I will do is next episode, I will um, I will plan on reading uh, one of my stories. Cool. I would, I would cool. have done it this this time, but we are we're out of time. And uh, oh. but I've got one called that Chris our Christmas repair service. And I wrote a non-rhyming and a rhyming version. How overachiever is that? That is crazy. But, awesome. <laughs> but I wrote the rhyming version because Christmas stories are supposed to rhyme, apparently. And uh, so I'll be sharing that awesome. one 
next week. We'll do that. We'll have our little fireside story time. That story show taking on a little different meaning, but that's okay. Uh, and then we'd also want to hear your uh, stories, your your gifts, the things that made you cry, the things that went uh, were supposed to go a certain way and didn't, you know, stuff like that. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and I think that's that's pretty much it. I'm going to hit the, uh, the outro stuff here. Uh, that's the show. Thanks for listening. Visit the website, thatstoryshow.com. Join the NLCast Network community Facebook group at nlcast.com slash group. Follow the show on Twitter at twitter.com slash show, And review the show on iTunes or wherever you found us. Uh, thatstoryshow.com slash iTunes will get you there fast. Thanks to our backers, Rob Gobers, for the theme music. Our spouses for letting us record. Our story contributors, everyone who listens. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. And remember, if something crazy, stupid, weird happens, remember, I'm going to call that show. Okay, just do it. All right. uh, Christian, Merry Christmas. Christian, where yes, can sir. people follow you on Twitter? Uh, at Christian Sud. Uh, Christian, S-U-D-D? That's it. Okay. John, do you want to pimp anything? Uh, no. Westinghouse. But I got an awesome TV. Look to <laughs> Westinghousetvs.com. Want to smash Westinghouse? <laughs> Uh, well, if this is the last time we see you guys and girls before Christmas, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, Druid stuff, whatever you do. Have a great one. And uh, we'll see you right here next time on That Story Show. Peace. Bye. Visit NLCast.com for other great NLCast network shows.